Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today. special prayer today for my sister Maria who works as a meteorologist and will be spending the night at the station with a number of other meteorologists and they're going to be on watch as they have been for the last few days and for all the first responders and all of those that are in the line of duty that on top of having COVID concerns are considered essential workers and are in the line of duty keeping us all informed and safe. I pray for everybody on channel CW39 where they will be today that God's hedge of protection may be over them and keep them cheerful and rested that they may have a calm and a sense of togetherness that surpasses all understanding that they may feel the strength of the Lord working through them in them for the Lord. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are expecting Hurricane Laura to make landfall in the area about a hundred miles from Houston. And we are praying that it may hit marshes and areas where there is no life or property that is devastating to destroy, that it may be cleansing, that it may diminish it in its intensity. And we are covering the city with a hedge of protection, asking the winds to slow down, to quiet down, and just to cleanse the atmosphere and, and to retrieve. We are praying in the name of Jesus as he stopped the storms. And the readings for today are asking us to pay attention to receiving a call. And when there are times of strife, sometimes we can take a deep breath in the middle of it and ask ourselves, am I living the call that I was given? Many of you perhaps have heard a call and you know that you were called to do something and maybe you have needed training or you have needed uh, to learn patience in waiting or maybe you have needed to learn some character traits that are going to prepare you for the action that God is asking you to take. But maybe some of you know what to do and are ready to do it and you are just not ready to say yes. So when some event like this happens, we are sometimes positioned to say yes because life is short and all that we know is we have this moment. That is what we, what we are ever assured, this moment, this now. And Jesus is the master of now. He invites everybody to make a decision and with complete freedom, he invites us to that place of decision. So what are you called to be? If you are called, are you clear about your mission? I would have never thought in a million years that I would be doing daily podcasts on the daily scriptures of the church. 
after all, I'm an architect, I'm a management consultant, I'm a mother, I'm a wife. But who am I to be doing these podcasts? And what I am certain is that God is doing these for my benefit. It is a training to dwell deeper in the Word of God so that in sharing it, I'm learning it. And in that, it is a calling of sorts. So what is your calling? Is there something you've been asked to do that you need to get going and doing? In today's reading, Paul is called to be an apostle. He's talking to the Corinthians and and he's reminding the audience that he's called to be an apostle by the will of God. And he falls from a horse. He's taken, of course, to do that. And God corrects his path. So sometimes we may be going the wrong path. An event like this, like a hurricane coming or some major event, can be a moment of pause to wonder, am I doing what I was called to do? So let us follow Paul's advice today, because he invites us to call upon the name of Jesus. And we are called to fellowship with Jesus. In the midst of all the difficulties that the world is experiencing, there are fires in Colorado and in California. There's a lot of things that are going on right now. Let us take a deep breath and connect to the presence of God in our hearts in the middle of what's happening and ask, Lord, you've called me. You are preparing me. Help me to take the step to follow you in fellowship with you. And we pray this together as we look at the psalm for today where we always learn how to pray better. Psalm 145 says, I will praise your name forever, Lord. So how appropriate is that as we are saying in the first reading that God will keep us firm to the end because he's faithful and he's enriching us in every way so that we can give testimony. He's calling us to be holy. So as we learn to walk in fellowship with Jesus and God reveals his faithfulness to us, let us respond in kind by saying, I will praise your name forever, Lord. I will bless your name forever because your name is greatly praised and exalted and your greatness is unsearchable. Generation after generation praises your works and proclaims your might. They speak of the splendor of your glorious majesty and tell of your wondrous works. And we ask you, Father, that as these hurricanes are forming in the Gulf of Mexico, they may lose their strength and they may not harm life, that those that are in harm's way again, Lord, may be able to move away and that it might be a cleansing effect And that we may sing joyfully that the effect was not devastating, Father. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Look what Jesus says to his disciples in Matthew 24, starting on verse 42. Stay awake, for you do not know on which day the Lord is coming. Jesus is the master of now. He wants us to be present, to be ready, to be aware, to be awake. The parable, he says, is if the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, or in this case, the hurricane, we have no idea when it's going to hit and what kind of rain or, or wind each part of the city is going to get. If the master had known this when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let the thief come into. 
What are the thieves of our hearts and of our minds? The thieves of our hearts and of our minds take away our peace, take away our joy, take away our certainty. And we start worrying. We start moving into negativity. We start giving up our peace and turn it into complaints. Let us be masters of our house and not allow these thieves that take away the peace, the joy, the certainty, the gentleness, the kindness that are the fruits of the Spirit. Let us cover ourselves individually with the blood of Jesus. Let us cover our marriages and our children and our homes and our jobs, our neighborhoods, our nation, the world. Let us cover it. Let us be agents of peace in sending from our hearts to the world the peace of Christ. He gave it to us and when we are in Him, when we abide in Him, when we are part of His vine, we can give it to the world. Jesus says, let, let us be prepared for at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. So just the same way that we are staying present in the moment, we are preparing for that last call when we depart the planet and join God in heaven or not if we have not chosen to be one of his children, then it is clear that we do not join him in heaven, that the reality of hell is clear as well. That means that we are separate from God. And being away from God, we are in a place of tremendous suffering. Jesus continues, Who is the faithful servant whom the master has put in charge to distribute food at the proper time? Blessed is the servant when the master comes and finds him doing so. He will put him in charge of all his property. But if there's a wicked servant taking advantage of the Lord being delayed and maybe even becomes jealous or violent with fellow servants and eats and drinks what is not his to do, then when the master comes in an unexpected way, he will receive what is due to him, which is a fairness and a punishment for not having taken care of what was given to him. So what are you being given right now to take care of in the midst of this moment of uncertainty in our region waiting for a hurricane? How can we keep the peace? How can we make decisions that are based on generosity and kindness in the middle of that sense of fear and kind of ominous feeling that we don't know when the hurricane is going to hit? Jesus is asking us to practice peace and patience and kindness. And the more that we practice these things and make them part of who we are, the more they become part of the world. We can ask in the midst of these situations if we are seeing the very best in us to come out or if we're seeing the very worst to come out. So what has been entrusted to us? And are we letting the best parts of us in the middle of difficulties? Are we being able to be vigilant about the thoughts and feelings that come out? and master them, and bring them into submission inside of us. One of the best ways to do that is to speak the word of God out loud. So let us do that together. Lord, you are master of our home. You come into our inner room and dwell with us. We give you full permission in the midst of any uncertainty, any doubt, any fear that may creep in as we see the world have chaos, whether it's through nature's work or through our political, social, economic unrest or through health concerns, Father. We ask that you who sit on the throne and who are the ruler of all, all, 
who are the Lord of hosts, who are the King of kings. Come and dwell in our hearts, Father. We are so grateful that in your greatness, you invite yourself into our hearts. We open the door and we ask you, Father, come and quiet the storms of our thoughts and feelings. And we ask this in the name of Jesus.